Yeah, well, I think we're going right now. So, yeah, we're going right now. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I don't, okay. <laughs> now you're counting it. We're just kind of, okay. Well, um, so welcome to the Dark Arts of Conversation. Uh, the more we talk. The more we heal. And we're just kind of winging it, apparently, which is what we do all the time, which is, I guess, good, because that's the point. It more natural, in all honesty. I mean, that's what we're here for, is natural conversation, so sure. It feels less of. I mean, if you go back and like listen to the, our beginning bits, like everything is super planned and like prepped, which scripted. is scripted, which is fine. We we're gonna getting through our. Oh, we have to hear ourselves on the podcast. The whole jitter aspect. And now we're like, no, yeah, let's just fucking do it. Yeah. By the way, it's super weird right now for me because I've got these headphones in, trying you to like see it. what it sounds like and hear myself echo. Oh, don't I love it. I, like I think it. it's super cool. It, it, Do you want to switch? No. Oh. You've, you can wear them. It's just because, okay. like, that's. I find when I'm wearing those headphones during, like, my Zoom calls and stuff, it's mm-hmm. very, like, focused and helps me stay on time. So, you know, I do weird. like these ones because they really, like, cancel everything out because of the how they fit in your ear. Oh, I know. But the echo of myself because I'm hearing myself is kind of strained right now. <laughs> that's why I love this when I was awake and, so. like, running because I'm like, I can't hear her down there when yeah. I'm looking. Yeah. So, let's, uh, oh, we didn't even say who we were, by the way. Um, so, hi, I'm Daniela the Witch. Jeremiah the Baker. Uh, it is oh, Friday, October 27th, 8.44 p.m. Tomorrow is Lunar Eclipse in Taurus. Woo woo. I hope you guys are getting some rest because shit's about to get Right. Okay. Uh, well, we got that out of the way. Um, <laughs> let's just do the check-in. How are you? I am. I am much better than our last episode that we recorded. My anxiety is not like way through the roof. I'm a lot calmer. Um, I think that's partially just because we're getting close to the end of our pregnancy journey. For one, but also just like there's a sense of calmness that has arised and it's only making me think that like, oh, baby's coming soon. But I'm like, oh, I'm hoping we can make it two more weeks and yeah, he'll we be need in the two clear. More weeks, please. Um, but I've definitely have this like sense of just like relaxed, sleepy feeling, which I did not feel the same with O. So I'm kind of curious if this is like that trigger point where with her, I wanted to nest, I wanted to clean, I wanted to get stuff done. And this one, I'm like, no, I'm starting to slow down. (laughs) I find myself like not um, wanting to stay as busy or like enjoying the little moments with her and snuggling with her. Um, It's good. It's going to be hard. Yeah, dude, it's it's kind of weird. So we're going to change real quick. That and like it was it's been a rough four weeks prior to like the last week and a half, like between oh, experiencing something so different before her two year birthday. Just I don't even know what that was or what happened, but she just completely changed and that like altered life for me. So both of us. Yes. All three of us. Yeah. Nobody knows, by the way. We 
I haven't done an episode since that happened. Oh, so, so we can get there. Well, well, let's let's get to the check in. We can talk about all that because that's going to actually really tie into what uh, we're talking about. I guess that's about, true. So. How are you? I'm fucking overwhelmed, man. I am stressed out of my mind. I'm anxious. Um, I am not ready. I was well, never going to be ready, like a but I'm not too, ready since your birthday. Uh, I don't know that we even got to talk about that either. Um, I turned 40. That was weird. Um, we spent that in the hospital, so there's that. Um, yeah, that was crazy, but, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's a lot to, to think about starting over with the whole sleep stuff and all that other stuff and going through the whole choking thing all over again when he ends up starting food, you know. Is he going to have reflux problems? Because that sucked, right? Like, definitely really some PTSD and triggering stuff with all of that that I'm not super stoked about. So, you know, trying to slowly work through all that. Uh, and then everything we just talked about that we'll touch on, the regression and everything else that's going on with her that we're finally trying to deal with and stuff and it's been pretty crazy so yeah i'm feeling it a lot and i'm not ready for lack of sleep and the additional um i guess craziness that's gonna happen with another <laughs> one it's funny because i was right where you were um uh, about a month ago and now i'm like I don't want to say I don't care, but I'm just like, I've released a lot of that control of he's going to come when he's going to come. He's going to be here early. If he's going to be here early, he's going to be here late. He's going to be here late. And um, I think we're at least going to make it to 36 weeks is what I think. Oh, that's good. That's a, I don't know, Cause, a week uh, and a half or so. Like uh, two weeks. I'm thinking either the 5th of November or the 11th of November in that time frame of that week is when it kind of feels like that will be go time. I don't know why, but that's just kind of what I'm seeing. So, um, which is right at 36 weeks. So, so if that makes you feel any better having that little bit of, no, but it's okay. But I am super attentive to what's happening to my body currently between contractions and stuff because I, everybody keeps telling me the second one is faster. Mm-hmm. The second one is different. It sneaks up on you. A few people have been like, yeah, I didn't even know that I was contracting. And I, three hours later, my water broke. And then the baby came like 30 minutes later. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's, that's a thing. So, um, I don't know really what to expect. I'm trying not to like put myself in a bubble of like other people's journeys. Cause I don't, my body is so different mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, just let it do its thing and watch it and see what happens. Well, yeah. we've decided we can go to this hospital, right? Yeah. At this point. We, we can go down the street now. Bother going that far. Okay. But yeah, no. I felt like with oh I I didn't pay attention at all, it just kind of happened. And this one I for a while it I think the anxiety of it being too soon 
really got to me for a little while there. Uh, yeah, it was 27 weeks, I think, yeah, initially. weeks. No, because he was, was going to be earlier than I was. Oh. So it was, he was, like, going to be 27, and then that was a really scary day. Um, but, yeah, so... Yeah, I'm overwhelmed. None of this is really <laughs> reducing that for me. It's fine, man. Like, it's just another major, major life choice, you know, and I've got all the other feelings from her and the guilt about what it's going to be like to split time and stuff with her and him. So I said the the G word, so we might as well just tell everybody what we're going to talk about because <laughs> cat's out of the bag, guys. It's parental guilt. Yeah. We've been going through it a little bit here. I wouldn't say a little bit, but yeah. yeah. There's been There's a, been a lot of like a lot of off and on guilt of oh my god. Am I doing enough? Let me tell you, anybody preparing to be a parent, you cannot hide from parental guilt at any point. It comes up. One way or another, whether it's in the beginning, whether it's the process of being pregnant, whether it's in toddlerhood, teenagerhood, adulthood, um, there is no escape from parental guilt I'm now seeing and hearing. Yeah, I feel like a lot of mine is like uh, hindsight kind of stuff or like even just being a parent it's like well I would like to go maybe do this thing over here but I can't because I'll feel bad that I'm not spending the time with her and especially with like another one coming right because like you and I have talked about it, right this is it this is our last a- after life. this there's no more her being just an only child us, yeah. and just the three of us and her getting all of the attention which honestly like that I never thought that was gonna be a big deal and you and I have talked about it and you're like oh that's gonna be a thing and I'm like, no it's it'll be all right now I'm like oh shit <laughs> uh hmm <laughs> like what am I gonna do when she wants me to chase her around and chase her through the little forts we're building and I can't and it's not because I'm working. It's because there's another one that needs the attention. It's like, hmm, that sucks. Hmm, that should break her little tiny heart. And I don't really want to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of the stuff that we're we're talking about and all that shit. So I don't know where you want to go from here, how you want to lay it out, if there's anything you want to just jump right on into. So a little backstory of what's been going on with us is uh, two weeks prior to O's birthday, um, tropical storm Ophelia hit uh, Virginia and our... Aptly named, by the way. <laughs> right? <laughs> Which is so funny. Our, uh, our daughter, Ophelia... Did like a three six one eighty one eighty. She did a one eighty. You keep saying three sixty. <laughs> she just spun in a circle. She did a complete like one eighty. Like this kid who would walk us up to her bedroom to put her to bed, to take a bottle of milk to bed, and would regulate herself was screaming tantrums. And I mean, screaming. like screaming. I'm not talking like 
toddler like is upset like it's it was like what is wrong do we need to go to the er right now like waking up in the middle of the night like that and us not knowing what's wrong and not wanting to sleep upstairs in her room not wanting to sleep in her bed not wanting to even go near the steps like and then the tantrums O's never really had real tantrums. Like she she has minor upsets, but like her tantrums <laughs> Yeah, on we a scale of one a to a hundred, she would maybe live at a ten once in a while when she would get upset. Before her birthday, that shit was like off the charts, like lasting longer than an hour, than two hours of just crying, screaming, throwing herself, self-harming herself. And it's like, what is happening? Like our child was just completely different. And we don't know what it was. We don't know what triggered anything. We don't know what changed. We don't know, is this a heavy metal thing? Is this like a parasite thing? Is this a um, scary dream, like night terrors kicking in? Is this what two-year-oldhood is? Is this the transition of like she is trying to regulate new emotions, new skills, like... Um, and it got kind of weird and sad because like she lost a lot of words and like kind of stopped talking for like a week. She wasn't really sleeping solidly. It was just, we were so just like, what happened? Is she sick? does, Does she have something going on with her ears or something wrong with her teeth? Like what is happening and trying to figure out all these things with a two-year-old who doesn't have a very big vocabulary already was hard and on top of us not sleeping and feeling bad that we can't figure out what is happening and how to take care of her how to support her because it even got to the point where she didn't want us to hold her she didn't want us to hug her she didn't want us to touch her Um, it was just like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, like, and that was the guilty thing too, right? Like, you want nothing more than to, like, console her, right? And then you would go and, like, pick her up and she would just fight you more, right? Like, she would hit me in the face constantly, which is very triggering for me, I found out, by the way, and I didn't know that. Out of time, I guess I probably should have known being hit in the face by anybody would have been pretty pretty triggering. But then you feel bad about that, right? You don't want to feel triggered by the fact that your child's hitting you in the face. And I don't have a background of abuse, so that was a weird one for me. I'm not even sure where that comes from. But you know, and, and you you want to go and lay her down and and have her just like lay in her bed, and you can't even pick her up. You can't get her in the room, like. She sucked constantly. Like I wanted nothing more than to hold her and let her know that she was cared about, and she didn't like it. She didn't like it. She didn't want it. And I listen to pretty angry music. Me too. And listening to her scream cry, I don't know if it's because I'm pregnant or what, but it like. It was so triggering for me that I just wanted to scream, like, with her and scream. And it just, like, I could feel the rage 
from her inside my body. And I, I like, it was so uncontrollable. And that, it, it's very hard to watch your child lose complete control over themselves and not be able to help them regulate to get back to being able to control. And them not being able to say anything is even worse. Yeah. Right? So she's, we'll kind of touch on it probably a little bit later, but she's kind of speech delayed. But, I mean, I, for about seven days, she didn't say anything at all. Yeah. And she yeah. had words, right? And she was using them and had some signs, but, like, nothing. Like, no communication. And, of course, everything that we used to do <laughs> totally went out the window. Uh, we ended up really th- throwing off everything. But, I mean, with what she was doing, there's no way we would have done anything. I, I was... We don't want to be the quote-unquote cry-it-out parents, but she wasn't just crying. So uh, she was literally screaming, and she had never screamed like this before. Oh, yeah, no, not even. I I a very hardcore against cried-out method personally because... One, I don't do well with that, and two, I've been on the other side of that, and it nothing prepares you for the factor that, like, something you love so deeply is experiencing such pain, and you cannot soothe it at all, by any means of any sort. <laughs> you can... Like, even just, like, trying to get her out of the room or go somewhere different or read her a book or give her her favorite thing. Nothing. Nothing. And we still were now five weeks out from that um, initial uh, episode. And it's still a very, uh, what happened? We're still trying to get back to a sense of normalcy. Um, I think we're getting there. But again, like for me, like I don't want to say we are, right? Because, I, I don't know, maybe that's just quote unquote PTSD that I don't want to say it, right? Because then I don't want to turn back around and be all kinds of backwards all over again. But it's just kind of like, dude, I... <laughs> I think today was pretty good. The last couple nights have been pretty good. Um, she walked herself up. She went in her room. She had one tiny cry, but crawled in her bed on her own. And then we walked out, and she was chill. Uh, she'd done that a couple times, um, you know. But it's been a lot of work to get back to it, right? And we actually had to do the thing we didn't want to do. We had to eat that guilt and put her in a room and walk out and let her cry, cry and for, regulate for a while. her own emotion without our emotions playing into it. But, but it was the only way she actually started to calm down for that while. Like for whatever reason, she couldn't regulate with us in the room. So then that feels shitty. 
then you're it like, probably doesn't help hell? because we are super sensitive people too and like yeah. our emotions are so high so being in that field of she can feel us feeling her reciprocating and it's like oh god and yeah but the moment we would step out not even two minutes later she was relaxed i'm like okay yeah it was nuts and now like we just set her down and walk out she's like okay (laughs) cool fine good right but i mean like having to do that thing we'd constantly talk about not wanting to do it's just awful yeah Awful. I don't want to hear my kid scream. I don't want to hear her cry. I want to know that I can comfort her and that I am supporting her in what she needs. And I think that's the guiltiest part of it, right? Yeah. It's like I can't, I can't give you what you want. One, you don't want it, and that sucks. Yep. And two, I can't do it because you can't regulate right now with me. And that sucks. I'm supposed to be the safe place that you can calm, calm down, down and regulate. And you used to. No problem. You used to do it all the time. Um, and I feel like my own emotional regulation has gone backwards. And that sucks, man. I felt like I was actually doing pretty good. Now, there were probably one or two or three times in this whole process where I don't know what happened. I just shut it all off, and I was like, all right, you'll be calm. Let's just calm down. Let's just hang out. And she's, like, freaking the fuck out at this point. But me, like, I don't know what I did. I just, like, something in my brain was like, Probably what? disassociated. I, yes, no. I, I, I've been very good in the past at compartmentalization and disassociation, so that was probably something that popped back up. I was like, all right, just shut it all off. See what happens. And that calmed her down. And then I set her down and she freaked the fuck out all over again. But yeah, whatever. <laughs> For me, like, the loss of my own emotional regulation at times has been rough. Mm-hmm. Like, she woke up a couple nights ago screaming again. Although this time we were able to kind of control it a little bit faster because we kind of knew because we'd worked on it. But shit, I, I literally couldn't do anything but sit there. And cover my ears and I could still hear her screaming and it was killing me killing me and that guilt alone to be like your child is screaming their head off and you can't do anything right now is awful it's awful granted we never left her alone we sat outside her room every single yeah, every time, time staring at the camera the first few Just nights, case, but like, like the crying fits were longer than an hour. We, she would not be alone that long. She was on and off for three, three hours, hours that first night. So we and then every other alone. time that that happened, it was almost three hours. During that, I don't want you guys week. to think that like, we've left her to cry by herself, like for hours on end. We were outside the room, holding her in the room, watching her, whatever. Right, yeah. like put her in the car, try to drive her around. That didn't work. Or she'd fall asleep, and then as soon as you laid her back down in her bed, bam, done. Or you'd get her in the bed, asleep, by the grace of God. And as soon as she woke up again and realized where she was, it started all over again. So you got, like, this false sense of security. I remember a couple times we'd put her down at, like, nine. Mm -hmm. And she would wake up freaked out. 
either right before we went to bed or like 20 minutes after we went to bed. And that was fucking awful. We were getting maybe 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 four hours of sleep a night and it was not straight through. Yeah, that... (laughs) I think we're pretty far on the other side of it. She seems mostly back to normal right now, but it's awful. It feels really shitty. And this is one event of being a parent. Yeah, it it feels like shit talking talking to other people who gentle parent are like, oh, just like console them and do this. And it's like, yeah, yeah tried it. I've tried it. Tried it. And it's making it worse. It's, it's making it worse. And like you're, she's harming us yeah. in ways where yeah. it's like, it's very directed. It's not like you're in the way and I'm flailing my no. arms. It's like, mm-hmm. no, I'm focused on hitting yeah. your face. I'm focused on hitting your stomach. Yeah. And or she's biting herself intentionally. Or me, or you. And I mean, like, it's not like I'm a play bite. It's like I'm going to imprint this shit and bite myself. And it's like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Like, that's a, it's a quote unquote normal thing. Like, they know their pain tolerance. But, like, in those moments, she has so lost complete control, the pain tolerance level does not exist for her. She has a high pain tolerance anyway. She does. Well, I, I'm not a good measure of my pain tolerance is garbage, but <laughs> that's not that's neither here nor there. But like she has tolerance. a very high pain tolerance. Like it's crazy. And so yeah. it's just uh let me tell you, watching your kid hurt themselves and throw themselves and like intentionally throw themselves to know that the pain of that will make them cry more or to feel something or to feel something other than what they're feeling and you can't do diddly squat except for try to keep them in like the safest cushiony spot and they keep wiggling away to the harder spots to hurt themselves like that sucks that sucks. You're watching them intentionally harm themselves and you can't do anything. You can't even communicate and ask them, what is wrong? What do you need right now? How can I help you other than let you do this? Because I, I can't watch you throw yourself into the corner. I can't watch you bite yourself. That shit sucks. It sucks. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And then, okay, so, like, I don't want everybody to sit here and be like, oh, you guys didn't fucking do anything? <laughs> like, just, so you you kind of sat around and did nothing, and then eventually everything went back to normal. That's not entirely where it's at, right? So let's clear that up real fast. So went in, and this is going to kind of touch on the medical industry and all that. And all, we've already been down this road. Um, so we took her into the pediatrician for her two months. I mean, I'm sorry, two, two year. year. I said two months. Don't. It's and we fine. did emergency call. So yeah, emergency we took her. Pediatrician calls. That was first, right? Right. We took her into the. Doesn't matter. It's all in the timeline. Yeah. So weeks. whatever. We we did a bunch of stuff. We called the nurse because we thought it might be reflux all over again, and trying to find any place that's open. By the way, after midnight. Midnight is impossible. Um. But anyway, so we even took her into the doctor, and you know maybe she had an earache, teeth. 
whatever, right? I mean, she's still teething. She's got a couple teeth coming in. She had teeth coming in at that time. But, like, she's had 10 other teeth <laughs> that have come in without anything like this. So this is all weird. Took her in. They said she was okay, right? So took her in for the two-year. That doctor isn't a doctor we'd seen before, but, um, you know, he's like, you know, maybe I don't know, like, Offered us mental health services. Thanks, I guess. I know when I need help. Like, it, anyway. Um, kind of told us to, like... Lock her in a room and Deal it. with, like, the sleep thing in, in your own way and whatever. I don't know. Take it however you want to take it and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, said she was okay. Said she wasn't exhibiting any... Autism signs, which was and wasn't really beneficial. Mostly because we didn't know him. He'd never seen her before. It wasn't like a normal doctor, doctor who had seen, seen her before. Um, I guess that might have been problematic. but Well, when we booked the appointment originally, it wasn't... It a... wasn't going to be potentially an issue because maybe... It was yeah, just the two-year checkup. It was a yeah, get your shot, been make six sure she's months okay. Since the before and... one and all that other stuff. Nothing had changed, right? This was literally two weeks before that visit. So there was all that. So went through all that. Um, did talk about her speech delay. And I guess the one thing that was good is they referred us to somebody else. That group couldn't do anything, so they referred us to somebody else. Now we've had a new group. They're super awesome people. Oh my gosh, um, they're great. Just as people, right? Super great. Came out yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yesterday? That was yesterday. And then we're here for like almost three hours. And did a whole eval. This is their eval of her. So they had already come talk to us, blah, blah, blah. They think some of her behavior is atypical and they want to help her on that. They want to help with the speech delay because they think that is also part of what is causing some of her stuff because she can't talk about what she's feeling and frustrated and that's adding the additional frustration and they see it all and they're like, yeah, no, this isn't normal. So like the pediatrician telling you that this is normal, it's not normal behavior. And part of that for me is the whole going to the medical industry for mental health is not always what you should do because it's different right and there's enough difference there that it's like you got to go to the people that know what they're doing and and I, I get it like there's nothing bad about pediatricians I like all the pediatricians that we've met more or less um and then we went back and had a whole nother follow-up with them and yada yada rada, right um but we went to people who deal with actual early childhood development and speech and occupational therapy and all that other stuff and they're 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 i don't want to say concerned because they didn't say that word they made us feel really good about it they made us feel listened to felt listened to and heard and everything and they're totally like yeah we'll do everything we can should be fine we're going to focus on this what are your goals we'll focus on that too cool let's do all this but yeah the stuff you're talking about the video you sent us this is not typical so whatever you've been told not normal. This is atypical behavior. So let's deal with it. And then I have a lot of guilt from that. Anyway, 
great. I have, you know, like you can watch your child grow up. And like when you know that they're not doing some of the things that they should be doing at certain times, you're just kind of like, well, I, it may be. And the pediatrician changes it and it's like, maybe it's between this time frame and this time frame. Some kids just pop out all these words at one point. And then you're like, okay, well, is, is this shit ever going to happen? Right? And now I feel like shit for all of that. Right? And I have all this guilt from all of that stuff. Well, why did I do this? Why didn't I do that? Blah, 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 blah. And she's two. And the next one's coming. Uh, Shit. <laughs> When does this train of guilt stop again? Never? Oh, okay. Oh, and it's going to double? Okay. Hmm. Yay. <laughs> oh, crap. This is the part nobody talked about. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, hmm. All right. Well, okay. Let's just add on to this as we keep going forward. All right. Now I'm already thinking, like, okay, well, there's going to be a bunch of guilt coming out when, like, uh, Casey needs a bottle or something and she's over there and wants attention and I gotta be like, well, hang on, I gotta go in and she's gonna have a heart, she's gonna have a heart attack about that and I'm like, oh my god, okay. Or vice versa, at some point Casey's gonna want something and I'm gonna give her the attention and I'm gonna deal with that and I'm like, oh my god, why didn't anybody write this in any book anywhere ever? I'm sure there's a thousand, by the way, but whatever, and I didn't read any books. <laughs> Nobody said anything. They're like, this is what you expect during labor, uh, and it's super easy. And if you know the old Dana Carvey thing, he was always talking about how his mom would go, oh, yeah, kids are easy. They're breeze. Just keep them in your pocket and give them an M&M every time. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. Yeah, and your friends are out there talking about how hard it is. Like, oh, so hard. I had to get a latte, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, no, 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 put the thing down. What are you doing? Yeah, 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 lattes. That's great, whatever. Dan Carver, yeah, he's funny back in the day. But yeah, man, Jesus, the guilt is real. It's an experience, that's for sure. I think it's interesting to hear wh how your guilt is setting in now, versus like mine in the beginning was all like, "Huh, I'm not breastfeeding, or I'm not producing enough milk, I'm not uh, feeding her more, more than when she like." It's interesting to see, not that it didn't start at the same time, it's... Oh, it didn't. I couldn't do those things, right? You know, like, I had to try and help you feel it's going to be all right for some of that stuff, right? Like, we'll get through that stuff, right? It's because just, I couldn't do anything about it, right? I wasn't producing milk. <laughs> I was making you cookies. Side note, brand new batch of lactation cookies, and they're awesome. They're so good. You got to do them in this in season because they are, they do a blood orange, so it may taste a little different with a regular orange. You could do them with a regular orange, but they're going to be a little bit sweeter and a little less tangy. And the pictures are super awesome. Beautiful. Third time's a charm. Took me a lot. And I love them. That's about the only thing I feel that has pulled me back from the brink. <laughs> and it took me three shot, three three different shoots, and I feel really great about them. But Jesus fucking Christ, for a while there. Anyway, Sorry. Back to you. <laughs> Back to you. I just drop that in. Let's talk it. Anyway, um, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, and maybe I didn't talk about it because, again, like at the beginning, of all this shit, I'm lost in different guilt, right? Because my mom had just passed away. I didn't have, like, I was 
somewhat somewhere else for a little while there. Um, but yeah, like, so why, why did that make you feel guilty? What? The breast meeting thing. Um, because I think there's such a big pressure on the factor that like a first time mom, we kind of maybe had the latch thing going and your hormones are like on a serious roller coaster and like you want to be able to give this child everything and you know that like being able to breastfeed lactate in in general um to provide those like antibodies to know that that'll help support their immune system is like yes you want to be able to do that or you want to be able to have that like type of connection with your kid like that joyous beautiful like symbiotic like feeling it's just a for me it was a I wanted to be able to <laughs> just unzip yours I'm just trying to make it quiet whatever all right fine whatever they can hear me unzip the hoodie I'm wearing because now I'm hot um so. but like it it was just one of those things where like you you want to be able to experience that one experience with your child because that will be that one time in their life that you'll be able to do that for them. Maybe. Is it the pressure from everywhere else? Though? I think there's like. there's definitely a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure from a lot of other women in the com- community. A lot. Like, I had a lot of pressure in that whole, like time even just being told that I needed to give birth vaginally in order to be a woman in order to step into motherhood and yeah I still have a, a major issue with that so they can all go fuck themselves but, for that one, but, but it's but. very much in that community group it's breast is best it's not really it's no fed is best doesn't matter what that looks like very true and any if you ever look at the actual research about breastfeeding Right. They, they all say, you know, if you breastfeed, you have better outcomes. But when you actually like step back and look at the, the stuff and, and they, they talk about all of that, while the data supports that conclusion, there's so many variables they can't control. Right. Uh, can't the, control most people, production. Well, can't well, hang control on. what mentally that looks like, because True. I'll tell you what, man. Even just like pumping mentally like that. Uh, I enjoyed and I'm glad that I got to supply O with um, milk for 12 months. But like that ate my soul away. Yeah, I watched that. And part of that was just she wouldn't take formula. She wouldn't take it after she realized what it was. And even had she, at that point, there wasn't any. Yeah. So we, we were in the middle of a anyway. formula shortage. So. so thankfully you even had a supply, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, but yeah, when you look at the data and everything else, they, they, they can't even say that there aren't other factors, right? Most women that can breastfeed can do that because they're already a higher socioeconomic level. So they're not working three jobs, two jobs, whatever. Mm-hmm. They have the time to do it. They're working at a job that supports that ability for them to take that step and that break to be able to go and pump and do whatever and all 
this other stuff. And that's just one thing. Right? So, you know, all that shit aside, like, we don't need to add on to the fucking guilt of brand new parents. It's already hard enough to have a, a, a child. You don't need to shit on people and make them feel guilty for, for, for something they have no control over. You have no control over your child latching or not. Yeah. I had no suck reflex when I was born. It's uh None. Zero. No, I know. <laughs> so, like, o you know, like, it's either. crazy. O dude. didn't want to latch because she was preterm. It was that she may want it one day, other days she may not. And so, a lot of the days, that wasn't where it was at. And that shit broke my heart because I wanted to be able to connect. I mm-hmm. wanted to be able to do what other moms were doing. And, oh, I felt so guilty not being able to do that. Like, you my would body. Cry so bad. I, oh I felt my God. so bad. It was one of those, like, my body is meant to do this and I can't do it. Uh, no, no, no. Your body was producing. Yes. She. But at yeah. the point in time, like, that's oh, where yeah, I was. Like, yeah. mentally, like, that guilt is where that was because it wasn't about. For me, I wasn't seeing it as, oh, didn't want it. Mm-hmm. For me, it was a, I should be able to do this and I can't give it to you. I can't do this for you. Yeah. And, like, I couldn't, I couldn't get past that and I felt so guilty. I felt so guilty. Yeah. That shit sucked. And even then, like, while I'm excited for our next, I'm sad knowing that, like, She's going to want me to get up sometimes, and she's not going to see my belly, and so she's going to automatically be like, oh, that means mommy can play. Yeah. And so I'm hoping her seeing me, like, lay down and stuff a lot more is going to be like, nope, mom needs that. Trying not to be as active as I would be with her because I'm trying to hopefully shift her brain instead of, oh, mom can come sit on the floor. Mom can sit on the couch with me. Mom can't chase me. Mom can't do this yet. We'll see. Yeah. I feel terrible for having turned the TV on ever, by the way, now. (laughs) Just for clarity's sake. Like, all the bluey watching. I'm like, oh my god. No. I should go back and have undone all of that. No. We did what we had to do to survive. To get stuff done. To take a break. To sleep. To get somebody else to sleep and relax. But that's the thing, right? Like... You, you kind of talked about it, right? You want to be able to give your child everything. And now there's all this fucking pressure to literally give your child. There's always that give your child a better life. Uh, okay. That's, that's a daunting fucking task. Like, at some point we want to be people too, right? So that we can be people. Yes, I'm a dad, and yeah, I, I like it. It's fun. Like, watching her grow is, like, super crazy. Like, oh, wow, like, did you see that thing she did? Like, that's super fun. Or baking with her now, like, all this stuff is, like, super awesome. But, like, at some point, we still have things we want to do, right? And, like, the pressure to provide all of this stuff is just, like, crazy. All these yeah. people are like, oh, it's so easy. It's so easy. Like, fuck you. Okay? If it's easy for you, 
fantastic. One, you're lying your ass off. Or or two, you just haven't been through the same things I've been through. Haven't been through the same things. Have extra help that they don't talk about. Yeah, man. Have extra support and spaces yeah. that they don't talk about. Pay sure. for that. Have the time for it. Like, there's so many things behind the closed doors of parenting people don't talk about. Okay. Let's let's be real about that one. And to touch on your, like, bluey guilt thing, honey, she wasn't moving from the ground for, like, eight months. So, of eight months of her life, it was trying to just get her to stand up yeah, and, like, right. do things. Well, like, I'm just talking. Like, the other time when, like, <laughs> when turn the TV on. Yeah. But, anyway. Yeah, you're talking about that crazy shit, like... You know, all these people that have whatever, right? All these additional resources that they don't talk about. I read an article recently and the guy's like, the best thing you can do is buy your kids a house as soon as they're born. What fucking planet are you on? Like, what kind I of have income one. do you have? I have one. Like, what are you doing? What kind of fucking shithole house are you laundering like yeah. some money? Because yeah. uh, like, yeah. I'm like, have you looked at her economy right now? They had five kids. Oh I'm like, okay, so you're talking about like maintaining six fucking houses? Like, I'm like, what? you have time to go clean six houses what? and maintain them? Well, okay, even if they rent all that out. Yeah, but you still have to go check on you them. You have to have the money for the down payment, enough money coming in to support getting six fucking mortgages. And I'm like, this is. That is the shittiest advice I think I would ever give anybody. And who am I, right? You were talking about it earlier, right? Everybody gives everybody else advice unsolicited. And it's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> but that to me was one of those big, like, this is the, this is an impossibility. Most people can't afford a house. You're talking about buying one for every kid as soon as they're born. What the fuck? Okay. One. Having a kid is the most stressful thing you'll ever do. Two, buying a house is the next most stressful thing you'll ever do. You want to do two of those, like, back right. to back? No, dude. No I remember thanks. getting in the car the first time with our brand new baby, and you're, like, driving this. <laughs> you've ever driven, because you're like, oh, my God, I've Holy never shit. felt so yeah, nervous dude. around other people. <laughs> yeah, I still drive totally different if she's in the car. Oh, same, same. She's not in the car. There's way different things happening in that car. And but if the she's asleep she's... and not. Yeah. Because if she's asleep, I'm like, well, I got to accelerate slowly so she doesn't do that head slump forward <laughs> thing. And I think she's going to die and suffocate herself <laughs> while she's sleeping in the back. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, man. All right. Is that car really far enough away that I can like slowly turn left? Turn left? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, shit, dude. The stress uh, of everything fuck. in the world sets in after having a kid, man. Because you just want to protect them. You want to make sure that they are okay. You want to make sure they are healthy and happy and regulated. But damn, like, I'm like, I love you for choosing us as your guardians on this physical plane. But holy shit. I grew up in the 80s, man. <laughs> My parents like, you want to go play outside? Sure. Do it. Whatever, man. You want to go fuck off and... Ride a bike without a helmet? Cool. Like the blue episode where like mm-hmm. Bandit does the flash. Yeah, that's what it's like. Right? And I know what's going to happen. At some point, it's going to be like, yeah, I sent my kid down the street to go get like something from the grocery store, which is a 10-minute walk away, maybe. 
they only have to cross one major road with a stoplight. And I know some fucking asshole is going to be like, what did you do? You let your child blah, 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 blah. Fucking eat me. Let <laughs> the kid have a fucking life, dude. Well, you let the kid have a life. Good God. And that's where we differ. Because, like, I come from a family of, like, that lived in a very poor part of uh, the world. Of the world. And kids get picked up all the time. Yeah. And now that shit's ingrained into you. Yeah. Into you. <laughs> Because now I'm like, ah, ah, I'm being followed. Or <laughs> it's hard. It's so hard because I find myself panicking sometimes. Or something will happen that is just doesn't feel right. That I'm like, oh. Well, that's the thing you need to trust, actually. That's the one. It's so, when something it, doesn't feel right, you're supposed to trust your gut. And that and happens more it. often than not. That, that And that's the hard part is trying to figure out where, where that lives. Because. But again. Your ability to trust your own gut is impacted by how other people have influenced you with stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Specifically into that category of like, oh, well, you know, when we used to live here, like people got kidnapped and trafficked all the time. Well, yep. yeah. Is it a possibility in this country? Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, hell yeah. Sure. Is it the same level of prevalence? Probably no, not. Probably but... not. Probably, probably not. And I'll say that because I don't know the stats on either side. Yeah, it doesn't matter. There's not I'm a, just going to say it's We don't have the, the info not. to like actually like back that <laughs> it up is right probably now. Not. And I'm not going to Google it right now. I, I don't, don't care. I don't. Um, I won't be able to go to bed. <laughs> but Very true. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we oh my God. If that's not like, like the other fucking thing. I was talking to one of our friends a while ago. This might have been before you and I had kids. And... She was like, yeah, man, I'm watching movies or shows or listening to podcasts. I'm like, I got to turn it off. There's shit going on with children. I got to turn it off. And I'm like, whatever. No, that should turn real. on case file. I'm like, fucking shit. What this person's is wrong like a crazy person. <laughs> and then I'm like, nah, it's fine. Fucking cares. <laughs> like, for whatever reason, that shit does not get to me. And I think it's because it's not my kid. Oh, I can't. I don't care anymore. Like there's some there's some like movies and things like that where I'm like the anxiety is so real that I'm like nope I can't I can't I gotta I, we gotta I love being like scared I, I love seen horror anything. movies what is that one on Apple Changeling oh uh, yeah Changeling fucks you up but I'm like whatever I can't I can't I don't well know how what... are you a servant that was fine what that's the worst one to but me it, man it's still that is like... the worst one that one the, like the fucking kid is dead in that one. Well, I guess technically we are not far enough in Changeling. Don't spoil this. We're not far enough in Changeling. If you tell me what happens, I'm not going to be happy about it. But, like, dude, there are movies now. Like, I really, I'm a big horror movie buff. Like, I love it. I went to school to build monsters, to make creatures, to work on sets. And I got to. But, like, now after having a kid, I'm like, there are certain things where I'm like, this shit fucked me up. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't watch this. I can't go to sleep. I need to go watch like a good feel good movie before I go to bed, so I can actually like relax to sleep. Um, my my met, my chemistry internally is so completely different. Uh, yeah, um, your chemistry has now shifted at least four four times. times. Well, you're at three technically. You'll be at four after he's born, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you have the up and down, and now you're on the. I'm on the up right uh-huh. now, I feel like. And by the way, when I say the up, I mean the increase in hormones, by the way, not like the upper, this is the like a manic episode. No, um, I'm talking just an increase in the level. 
which means your brain has changed three times just in the last nine, mm, almost nine months. No, I'm thinking three times your brain has changed in the last like oh. two and a half years, maybe yeah, three almost. So yeah, crazy. Um, and yet most of the mass killers in this world are men, whatever. Don't know. <laughs> don't ask. Um, Oh, that might have been too soon. Sorry. You might not know because I haven't said anything about the news. Stay off the news. I, I can't. Look it's at fine. Don't, the news yeah, don't right turn now. it on. It's, it's okay. We'll get there soon. The little bit that I've seen um, causes too much anxiety, and I definitely find that I that kicks in my contractions. And I'm like, yep, nope, can't. I can't be in this you space know what? right now. Speaking of it, the news now that we have kids is more crazy to me it's like harder it's harder to watch yeah like watching the world is like fuck why did i bring a child into this mm-hmm. craziness mm-hmm. oh it, and then it's it did really it hard shit it's hard to be in it right now i want to know information i want to be able to support but i'm like i'm having a hard time i'm telling you not living in that um part of the world right now because i i, I physically can't yeah i'm missing anything it's just a fuck show out there Yeah, dude. Um, I don't know what to do about the guilt. I think at this point, like, the best thing that we've done is talk about it whenever we're feeling it, even if it's weeks after and makes us feel like crap, but at least we're working through it slowly. Because I don't think anything... I mean, like, I know nothing's going to change it. Things have already happened. And I know there's so much come she's two right she's two and, and we're getting her help and all this other stuff but it's just like oh my god you have to take it a day at a time an hour at the time and just know that like when you decide to step in and help and change things like you're doing it when you can you're doing it when you are you have the space to do it and see it and allow yourself to grieve and process it to actually, like, appropriately help the situation. You want me to feel my feelings. Yeah. And deal with them. Yep. And that's going to lead to growth. Yep. And healing. Yeah. Okay, Are well, you... podcast over. Shut the site down. We've already done it. Yeah, anyway. that I mean, that's everything we're trying to do, right? It's just crazy, you know? The one, the one benefit of everything we're doing for O right now and everything we've talked about, right? Like getting these tools, getting the support, <laughs> and realizing we don't talk a lot. We talk house, a lot, but we don't but talk not a like, lot. Yeah, we talk a lot, but not a lot at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's what a child needs is a lot of talk for them to build language and all this other stuff. And it has to be repetitive and yada, 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 yada. Getting all that now, realizing it all again now, gives us, and this is where I get to reduce some of my guilt, the tools for Casey. Mm-hmm. And the fact she'll be talking and I'm going to let her talk it all out. <laughs> Why don't you go talk to your brother for like three hours and I'm going to go breathe for like two. Cool. All right. Tell him everything you're doing. Ask him all these questions. <laughs> Come back. Report back to me. Let me know how it's going. Cool. Cool. What did he do? Great. Great. <laughs> All right. Love it. Um, that's one way, I guess, 
And I really hope I'm not doing that for the rest of my life. I really hope I'm not like, okay, well, it didn't work for her. So if we switch it up for him and it works for him, I don't want to do that. I'm an only child. Like, I didn't have this fucking problem. You have right? to remember that no fucking every person is different. Every yes. person yes. processes differently. Every person learns differently. Every child is different. Well, the family he's growing up in is different. Because mm-hmm. she's growing up right now for these two years as an only child. Only he will child, never grow up as an only new, child ever. He won't have new parents any idea. Who are learning, who are learning to regulate, who are learning to heal emotional generational trauma, who are growing alongside her and learning to re-regulate their own emotions. And he will be with more healed parents. You know, that's something I have no guilt over. Is the fact that, like, you're trying to do the work and change things and and all that stuff. Like, the emotional dysregulation that I have and my ability to try and change it all and and working through all that. I don't feel any guilt around that. I do, to some degree, only because... I know I get angry. And I... I'm like a bomb. Sometimes I cannot um, implode. It just it goes out externally to everybody else, and that <laughs> yeah, that and that sucks because like I mean, so do I. So you know, I go back and I I'm vulnerable enough to tell her I'm sorry and I love her and hug her and apologize for what I did, but like. That doesn't happen often, but when it does, I feel guilty about that because it sucks. Like I, I don't, I don't want to harm my child emotionally and her to see her mom get upset because her mom couldn't hold it together for the ten seconds to run to the bathroom and release it. But, <laughs> but children need to know that that expression of that emotion is acceptable. But the follow through is exactly what you're doing which is the apologizing, saying, hey, look, I'm sorry, I understand, you know, this is why you didn't deserve it, yada, yada, I will, it's probably going to happen again, right, we're all people, I'll get overwhelmed, you know, I I want you to understand that there's going to be a time where you're going to be upset, and you're going to get overwhelmed, and you're going to react, it's okay, it's going to suck, we're all going to feel bad for a little while, we'll all apologize, and we'll all work through it. Because when that doesn't happen, that's when that shit fucks people up. Or if it happens too much. But you know what I mean, right? Like, our ability to see that and be like, whoa, like, I fucked up. Like, I gotta apologize. And I need to let them know that when they get angry, that's okay. But if they hurt somebody or they feel bad about it, like, I don't want to say all you have to do is apologize, right? But talk about it, apologize for it, and, and then... Know, that's that's the helpful part. Having lightning crotch right now it hurts. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm just more worried about my water breaking. Yeah. So anyway, um, what doesn't give you guilt that you thought would give you guilt? Yeah, put you on the spot. I don't know. That's a hard question because I've. Because 
right now I'm carrying another kid. So there's a lot of different things that I'm experiencing this round that I didn't with her. And a lot of it is, there is a lot of guilt. And it's taking me a lot of different times to like regulate and process it. Um, so I don't think that there isn't anything that hasn't at least touched me for just a moment um, that I felt bad about. Because, you know, with our first one, I took all the pictures every week. Yeah, we were good at that. I, you know, read about her every week. And this one, uh, I, had a baby sh- I had a baby shower for my first one. This one, I haven't taken a lot of pictures. I haven't read about it. Like, I, um, and at some point that did make me feel guilty that my journey didn't look the same for this one. Mm-hmm. And... think the biggest thing with this one is I was more mentally aware of where I was and I tried not to give myself the shitty guilt mm-hmm. I maybe would let myself feel it and understand it to process it but I tried to give myself a whole bunch of grace um, going through it too okay that this one looks different it's okay it's not the same it's okay that it doesn't feel the same way I am supporting a small human (laughs) and I'm also creating another human at the same time Mm -hmm. sorry guys you had to listen to our dog oh my god I can't handle it Jesus Christ sorry um my misophonia is kicking um so the funny thing is I have no idea if they can hear it because I can hear it so just like so it drives clearly. me crazy so badly that I don't know if I'm hearing it through the headphones that I don't know if anyone else is hearing this, but it's killing me. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so um you know, like I've given myself I've had a lot of guilt throughout this. I've had a lot of anxiety this round. And I've had to work through it at different things and different times. And um, I do know that I don't hold on to my guilt as long as I did with O. That's good. Like with O, because it was the first time I would go weeks mm-hmm. and hang on to it. Months. Yeah. Yep. And this one, I mm-hmm. don't find that I'm doing it that long. On Maybe like a good 48 hours. And I'm like, okay, it's done. We're moving through this. It's got to go. That's growth, man. So... There's that. You know? I would say that yeah. is probably how I'd relate to that. But I'm sure if I sat down and thought about it, I could be, feel guilty about anything. In all honesty, I'm sure I could find some stupid reason to feel bad about something. Right? I am already <laughs> concerned about having a boy. Already, and I feel guilty about that. You know, I I I know I have my own childhood stuff to to work through and I know this is gonna dredge it all back up and I yeah. am not ready. Yeah. Um try but, having the know. experience that before he gets here. Yeah, what do you think I'm doing? <laughs> That's what I'm talking <laughs> but about. Also he isn't even carrying here yet. him and doing it. 
he's not even here. Because <laughs> I've so. I've already done a lot of that process. I realize, like, sure. I realize how much more with Ophelia I leaned into um, a lot of my dad wounds mm-hmm. and to go heal, like, fix them and to address them and call them out like they were. And I find that with Casey to my mom wounds and like addressing that shit more and calling that out and it's it's really it's really different um, being pregnant and doing it versus like them actually physically being here and just taking it as it comes mm-hmm. in that aspect yeah probably but I can only imagine what you feel like not having to carry it and still go through it and go through it in a very different way where you're a person being a part of somebody else's story versus like physically carrying it, physically channeling, physically like doing all this. Yeah, I'm just here for the ride right now. That's what it felt the first time, you know? And, and I feel like that's like, oh, God damn, that was really loud. Sorry, that was my ankle. Um, that's but worse. Yeah, it, it picked it up really loudly. Um, how was I going with this? Right, right. Uh, I lost it. And you're talking about, oh, yeah. And I wonder if that is part of the reason it tends to take men longer to connect um, with the children, right? We're, our journey doesn't start at conception, right? Our, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, sure, right? Oh, your to journey starts degree, whenever, right? It's nowhere near the same. the same. Nowhere near the same. You know, I feel him when he freaks me out and when he's kicking and shit, or I see his hand fucking try and reach out of you. But I'm not with him 24 hours a day. He's not keeping me awake yet. You know? He's not throwing off my mental chemical imbalance. You're not sharing a body. He's not changing my body, you know? So I don't have those kind of things already. And honestly, I don't feel connected to him right now. And I didn't feel connected to O either. And it, I mean, I didn't feel connected to O for a while. You know, that took a while. I'm expecting the same thing on this. I mean, it was the same thing for me too when she yeah. got here. Like, granted, they took her and cleaned her and didn't get her till later. Yeah, that's probably going to happen. Uh, actually, it shouldn't happen you know, this time, right? With this office, yeah, 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 they yeah, said yeah. that he should be able to come straight to him. to the ligation stuff. and You're doing it. So. Uh, oh, you're cutting his cord. I'm not cutting his cord. I cut the last one. Cut this one. You can now through it. I, 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 I am not going to now through it. You're going to cut Just through Just chew through it. No. It's fine. You will do that for me. Go fucking Because that means that they have ham. to carry the placenta over and all that shit. No. Ew, gross. Yeah. So Pass. No, you're going to do all no. that. No. It's fine. Um, but... Nobody can see this, but whatever. Oh, it's covering my eyes and making a cutting motion. Is it over here? He cut his dick off. Whoops, sorry. Set that back on. So, like, you know, there's going to be... It took me a while to be connected to O, and I think some of that was, like... I think part of that played into the breastfeeding aspect, For too. Sure. And, um, you know, I took advantage of the factor that, like, 
could formula feed her and take her to the nursery so oh that I could God, have. So good. Um, I know a lot of people won't agree with that, and I know a lot of people didn't. And they're shocked when I said, "No, she slept in the nursery the first three nights I was there, so that I could re-regulate and be the best that I could be, knowing I was leaving with her." Okay. Side note: If you're not doing it, uh, that shit's on you. <laughs> I know. Well, so many people are like, she didn't leave my room, and they didn't okay. like. Um, and people like looked at me when Everybody I talked about it in horror that I had done that. Yeah. That I and I'm like, no, I got the support I needed in the time that I needed to yeah. survive, so that I could survive for her when I went home. Yeah. Because having kids is. So I know we're doing that this time, right? Oh yeah. Okay. I was like. Please, give me the four days or three nights or whatever it is. You're probably not going to be there at night. Yeah, yeah, I've already kind of accepted that part too, by the way. Maybe like the first night, but that's kind of that. Let's see. Yeah, you'll get to come hang out with him while he's awake and wanting to snuggle and do all the fun things. Not only do all the snuggling. So. Yeah, I'm going to let you do all the snuggling, for sure. You're not going to have an easier time. Your than little there. Grinch heart will accept the tiny snuggles. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> My Grinch heart? Is yes, that what you said? Yeah. These people are thinking I have no capacity for love, anyways. Says the guy who doesn't believe in Concord. We're going to do that episode. It's fine. I'm going to verbatim read the, the essay the guy from Hope. Oh, Jesus read. Christ. Rose. Whatever, dude. Get shit on me because I have a different feeling I'm about I'm not shitting at you. I'm just teasing happiness you. Happiness than everybody else. Teasing you. Not mm. shitting on you. Mm. Different. Mm. But yeah. I do want to do that one. Look at something. So, I also want to do one about positive and negative emotions. Now that we're getting close emotions, to the end, is there anything you want to bring up? Talk about. It's, it, it's guilt. It's real. It's there. You can't do anything to prevent it, um, talk about it. It's about the best thing you can probably do initially. Give to work yourself grace. It. Give yourself a lot of grace. Right? Whatever part of the parenthood journey you're on, because yeah, maybe it's kid three, right? You're gonna feel guilty somewhere. You're gonna feel guilty about kid one or two or three or ten or whatever. I, like it's gonna happen. Yeah, you know. And the more kids you have, the harder it is. In all honesty, I yeah. Would... Well, I don't know why I'm saying yeah. We're having number I two, one, and so. I'm like. Oh, man. And then I think about my mom, who's had four, and she constantly, you know, she's thankful she had her mom and her brother to help her. And I'm like, now I can see things that I couldn't see before and understand. And I level with my mom hardcore with a lot of things. Like, I call her out on her shit now because I'm like, nope, that's not right, Mom. And she doesn't like it, but she loves me either way because she knows I'm trying to get her to see what she didn't see before. Um, Nothing just, better than realizing why your parents are the way they are. They're just humans that yep. were your support in the process and did the best that they could with what they had, with what they could. With the shit that happened to them. Yep. They're people, man. They, they might have sucked. Uh, I love my parents. Both of them. It's um, a hard, who I am because of that, and I like that. So 
lesson to learn and see. And I'll tell you what, becoming a parent really makes that click real fast. Therapy does too. Therapy really opens it up, but um, understanding chemically. Yeah, I feel way bad. Way, way bad for the things that happened to my dad and the things that must have happened to my mom that I don't know about. Yeah, it makes yeah. you realize I, I a can lot see, of things. Yeah, I can see how those things impacted them as parents and stuff. As parents, as like, having kids really yeah. like changes your marriage too. It changes your relationship. Yeah. It does. It changes everything. And I know we're about to go through it all over again. And that's the part that I'm freaking out and that's hard it we're not the same people we were two years ago three years, three years ago, ago and five years ago you know like we're in very different places with very different people and i look back and i'm like oh my god had i had kids with my prior i don't know i honestly don't know if i would be alive well, damn, I, I know guess that's we rough, can just end but this like, episode. <laughs> but it's, it's real, like, because of where I was age-wise, where oh, yeah. we were, like, mentally, where we were emotionally, physically stable, things like that. And I'm like, I don't know that I I would have I would have survived. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be a good father. There would have been other I things. Would, it would have been... So look at, so now it's just a I love you like crazy. And our we've had trials and tribulations through but. most of our relationship and with kids, but I am so glad it's with you. I'm glad that I have somebody that wants to work through it and talk about it, even if it's hard to do that. Yeah, it's not fun. But that's why we're doing this. Uh, that is my, but anyways, there's there's parent guilt with parents like not having enough time for the other person or even. Yeah, we haven't even talked. We you and me haven't had a chance to talk about that one yet. Well, we we touched on it here and there, but that shit sucks, and yeah. I'm scared real bad of what that's going to do in the next year. It all so we'll have to find that time and, flow. and make that time. But yeah, give yourself grace if you're in the thick of. Parent guilt, it comes in all shapes, forms, times, spaces. And don't be that person that is all fucking easy and shit. Like, or, or, if it is, explain what makes it easy. Right? Don't be just, re- like, be don't real be, about be real about it, right? Easy. Like, if it's easy because you can emotionally regulate, you don't have all these things that you're carrying, all that, like, talk about that. Right? Maybe it is. Like, I'm sure it's easy for some people right and i'm sure in ways it gets easier as we get older and they get older and all this other stuff or i'm sure it's way easier if you're just like got nanny and shit right and i'm sure there's guilt at times it goes with that too for sure right? yeah not being but like just talk about it honestly like we don't need to like go out there and like shame other sugarcoat people. everything and shit on everybody else because oh you're not doing this this or this like, right so fucking the what, whole dude? you shouldn't have had kids then if you don't think God, I fucking hate that statement. Yeah, n- nobody yourself. will say that to my face. Oh, I've already had a couple of Something back, because that's some bullshit. Or 
some fucked up shit. Um, but another story, another time. Um, yeah, we just don't need to guilt everybody. Yeah, it's it's. I can do Being it myself. A it's fine. It's hard. <laughs> I can guilt myself enough. It's cool. I don't need somebody else making it worse. It's cool. Take it day by day, right. hour by hour. And look, find the support that you need. Ask for support. That is the hardest thing to do is asking for help, even if it's not from family. Yeah. But from people that you trust genuinely. Yeah. Those are your family, too, by the way. But I know what you're saying. I mean, yeah. yeah. Yes, and the, um, but also, um, like, if that's a doula, if that's yeah. a nanny, like, people yeah. who aren't yeah. actually, like, blood-related um, oh, and for the shitty rap that social media does get, there there is good stuff out there. If you know what to look for and you find it and you like it and it resonates with you, you may want to double check what you're being told, obviously. Use your like cross-reference and stuff. Yeah, best judgment. I know a lot of us are lacking in critical thinking these days and there's a lot of false information and blah, 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 blah. There's a lot of fear-mongering, too. But there is a lot of good information being put out there. There yeah. really is. You just got to find you gotta it. Find and it. You got to sift through the, the monotony of... Don't do this. Don't do that. And if you do this, there, right? yeah. blah, blah, blah. And look, man, if it resonates with you, do it. Right? And if it doesn't, don't. Like, you don't have to do everything everybody tells you to. And in all honesty, you're doing your best. That's all that matters. You're doing your best. You will give your child what you can. Preferably not at the expense of yourself. Definitely not the expense okay. of yourself. Do if it. you are, ask for help. Ask for help. You, you've got to be there for yourself to be able to be there for your child. Yes. And not a lot of people are going to tell you that. But yeah. if you can't show up for yourself, you can't show up for anyone else. And that includes your kids. So, if you need help, please seek it out. Yes. else for everybody else you can text you can call seven starlings seven starlings is a a good one for any moms going through it whether they're pre-pregnant or post pardon um they're really great about supporting and getting text help but also like getting you into intake sooner rather than later i have my stuff set up for when i yeah for after Oh, and there are great resources for parents out there. Yes, they're not always easy to find. Yes, they are very backed up, I am sure. Uh, we got lucky on the one we found. But again, the other one that couldn't take us, they weren't going to yeah, be able to take us for therapy. eight months, right? Yeah. So there are resources provided out there. I'm not going to say that they're free. They're very cost effective. They're on a sliding scale out there. Insurance covers some of it, right? Like, but do your research. Do your research. Also, like, reach Talk out to, to people. Them. Talk to other people. Get references, obviously. Right? Yeah. But there's help. It's it's hard. Sometimes it's a weight, and that shit sucks, and then that's going to add to your guilt, but I'm sorry. But you know, It's also hard to admit that you need to do it. Admit that you have to step in and, and support your kid. For sure. But we're doing it. She's going to grow up. She's going to be awesome. She's going to be great. It's going to be good. There's, you know, it's hard to admit something's not right and you're like, oh, grieving a possibility. But in reality, you're just delaying. 
delaying and hoping something changes. Look, we're not all perfect. <laughs> well, no, we're not all experts in every field. So, yeah. you know, we can't possibly know everything and do it all. So just remember that too. Other people are experts in things that you are not an expert in. So anything else before? I know you got to run to the bathroom so we can just wrap fast if you want. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I can't pee. I'm contracting. I have, I have to pee. Okay. Um, we're not doing any events. We have no plans for the next little while. So if we're yeah. not around for a little bit, sorry. Uh, we we're are trying to get much, stuff uh, out. But, yeah. Start maternity leave in a week or two here. Two. Um, Don't go back with this one or two. Oh, one or two, but, I mean, like, yeah. work-wise. Like, oh, I, okay. I took off work Good. sooner. So, um, but reach out. Like, if I can't get you in for reading before I actually go out on maternity leave, like that um, I am happily willing to refer people to any stylists any readers any witch practitioners any spiritual help that I can't give um, so please feel free to just be like hey um, do you know of anybody who specializes in this uh, cult or hair whatever questionnaire um, I am more than willing to refer people that goes for current clients and new people that are like ooh maybe I want to get a reading um as of right now I personally will not be back from maternity leave till end of spring beginning of summer um I'm giving myself a lot of time and a lot of space to shift through um fourth trimester which is post to just enjoy whatever that looks like so and that could push longer and later into the summer depending on how um, Casey is and how I am I am graciously being afforded some time off so that's awesome appreciate it to the people that are allowing that to happen it means a lot Uh, it's not something that this country provides so thank you Um, so I will be back (laughs) I will try and keep up here uh, in the meantime we'll things out as we have time even if they're shorter or whatever we'll we'll work through stuff when we can Um, but as always thank you everybody for your support like follow subscribe rate comment all the things that allow other people to find us tell all your friends i know a lot of people out there say love what you're doing spread the word please buy a shirt give out the website spread the podcast steal people's phones subscribe them to us (laughs) they'll eventually hear it it's fine um, yeah, check us out. We're on most of the major platforms. Uh, the email, the baker and the witch at the dark The website is the dark All our other projects are up there. Uh, expanding that slowly, but surely obviously with new articles and other little facets here and there. So some of the newer things, mental health in the news, that's a good one. We're writing up what it looks like to do the work and all that other fun stuff. So. Yeah, we've got, we're out. hopefully planning for some new things and new online store possibly coming by the time we are more stable. And You figure that one out. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll deal with however you want to handle some of that stuff. But yeah, but we'll still have some shirts. Got a new logo, so might get some new shirts. So, let us know what you think. 
Anything Reach out, else? guys. Send an email. Yeah. And seek help if you need it. Please. Oh, There's no the shame. people that have asked, we do have a baby registry. Just look on our Instagrams. There are connections that way. Had a few people reach out um, about that. So just know that it is there. There is information for it. Um, I can always send you a direct link. You just have to actually send the email. And there are definitely people that we owe follow-up to. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I really apologize for that. Yeah. We've been Life's saying that for months and months. It's probably going to be a little while, but I do appreciate your patience. Thank you so much. So, ready to wrap it up? Yep. Cool. The more we talk, the more we heal. Thanks, See everybody. See you guys soon. Bye, guys. Bye.